This podcast episode is brought to you by Coors Light. These days, everything is go, go, go. It's nonstop hustle all the time. Work, friends, family expect you to be on 24-7. Well, sometimes you just need to reach for a Coors Light because it's made to chill. Coors Light is cold lagered, cold filtered, and cold packaged. It's as crisp and refreshing as the Colorado Rockies. It is literally made to chill. Coors Light is the one I choose when I need to unwind. So when you want to hit reset, reach for the beer that's made to chill. Get Coors Light in the new look delivered straight to your door with Drizzly or Instacart. Celebrate responsibly. Coors Brewing Company, Golden, Colorado. Yo, yo, yo. <laughs> we needed that one. Oh my god, did we? Especially after especially after Saturday night. Oh boy. Um I think I think this is gonna be a cold open. Um Hey Knicks fans, how you doing? Can you recognize the voices that are talking to you right now? Well, you know mine. It's Jonathan Macri, of course. If you don't know David Fudenick's voice by now, um, I don't even know what and, to tell you to do. I guess you you don't listen to this podcast because. I mean, this is now. It's like what are you now? Half dozen. You have to be amongst the top two or three guests in terms of of uh, in terms of frequency. I think at this point. It has to be like SNL. I need like a Knicks film school jacket because I've been on the pod a certain number of times. So are you. Are you Alec Baldwin? Are you Tom Hanks? Are you who? Else? I'm trying to think who else is up there. Um. Yeah. Yeah. We'll go with Hanks. We'll go with Hanks. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna call you Mr. Rogers for the rest of this podcast. Um. Was Was tonight a must win? I mean, uh, when you've won three games, I think every game is a must win. <laughs> <laughs> that's actually but, that's yeah. a great way of putting yeah. it. Yeah. Yeah. I I I think. Uh, I think things could have gotten like even darker after the loss on Saturday, and if they came out like just with a stinker tonight at home against this awful team again without Kevin Love, I think I, I think that would have just like uh, you can only imagine what the headlines would have been tomorrow. If they, yeah, I mean, I'm trying to think of like different scenarios. If they came out and. Like let's just say for like I so the 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 scenario I was envisioning so for anybody who didn't watch this game, um, Julius Randall came out on fire had 15 points in the first quarter I I believe that they were up by um, 15 or maybe even more than that at some point in the first quarter and then and then it was like a classic Knicks game where the lead for I want to say from like the end of the first until maybe late third, the lead was fluctuating between, I think it got down to 12 at one point. It never got higher than 20, but maybe 21, but it got down to 12 at one point. Yes. And and it just, you. I'm sitting there watching, and then it's like the beginning of the fourth, and I think they may have gotten it up to like 22 or 23, and my wife, uh, Delore comes down, she had put the baby to bed, and I'm I get pissed at something that, like they gave up an open three or some shit. And I get pissed. She's like, they're up by 20 points. It's the fourth quarter. I'm like, you you still don't get this, do you? Um, it, it's it just, it's it's never over. 
Um, no, no. But thankfully, not with this team, and not not like how poor their perimeter D is. You know, a team can get back into it very quickly. Well, let's as, let's as talk we, about as we that. saw on Saturday. You know? No, I want to talk about that for a second because let's actually get into the basketball of this because it, it seems to me. Um, and, and look, we're, we're talking about a game that the Knicks just blew out the opponent in which the in which the team that they played um, hit twice as many threes as they did. Actually, maybe more than twice as many. Cavs hit 17 threes. Knicks hit eight. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, absolutely got demolished from the three-point line. This this seems to be a, a, a choice that they are making, that they're going to do this, like, sw- I, I don't even know what you call it. There's some switching. It's a zone, it's a zone but there's also, it's a track. Okay, so. But they rotate, yeah, but the, right, the rotations aren't like a typical zone. Yeah, it's it's a, I, I guess right. you'd call it a hybrid zone. Um, so yeah. they, they have soft this. Zone. Soft, <laughs> soft zone. Soft <laughs> It sounds so dirty, I don't know why. Um, <laughs> yeah. Welcome to the soft zone. <laughs> I can't with you, um, and I didn't even I had nothing to drink tonight um, because I'm a little under the weather, and I, I wanted a beer. My wife was like, "If you have a beer, you're like you're a real asshole because you're just gonna get sicker, and I can't afford for you to get sick, so you're not having a she's, beer." She's correct. She's correct. She is correct. So, um, so they play this soft zone. Um, I'm calling it that. I don't care. Uh, and right. it it yields. The occasional open three when they have their best defenders in there, when they have some of their, let's say, not best defenders in there. It some, e- some, some more uh, Portisy type. Uh, <laughs> I was thinking Denisy, Denisy, Portisy, yes. uh, Noxy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, those defenders yeah. in there, it's it's more than. Man, he, he is not good at closing out. He is really, really. He gets so lost on D and then cannot close out which makes no sense because he has the length but he 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 gets so lost on d and then he can't make it to the three-point line you know it, you know i hate to i hate to give credence to anything that anybody said about knox last year but when you like the the lack of like feel for the game on offense i never bought any of that um but yeah. like you know you watch it and he's in his second year now you, there's a you you know, it's like watching Julius Randle. Julius Randle is not what you would call an intense defender. I don't know what the opposite of intense is, but that's what Julius Randle is on defense. It's like yeah. Knox has a little bit too much of that in him, where it's just like it, you know, it's like the opposite of Frank Nilakina. Frank Nilakina is like hyperspeed um, on defense. He's like jittery. He's you know, you you feel frightened to be anywhere near him. Knox is not. Anyway, they have those guys in there. When they run this soft zone, they give up more than the occasional open three. But they do still get takeaways, even when some of their lesser defenders are in there. Knox himself got a, a, a nice takeaway tonight that led to a fast break. Um, they absolutely, you want to talk about a, a stat that explains away how they won this game. They, on turnovers, um, they scored 32 points off turnovers, and the Cavs scored four. So that's the other thing, is the Knicks, yeah. are, they're taking care of the ball. Is this sustainable? Is this defense sustainable? I mean, they won a game against the Cavs. They probably should have won a game against the Hornets. Those are two of the, I don't know, eight worst offenses in the league. I just, I'm trying to figure out for right. myself how sustainable this is. It's sustainable against a team like this tonight that relies heavily on like Sexton driving and 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 Tristan Thompson without Kevin Love in there. 
Yeah. So like clogging the lane, it's going to help you immensely. But for the better three-point shooting teams, you're going to get destroyed. Yeah. And I, I, I'm curious to see if, I mean, if there's more adjustments coming, if Fisdale just kind of, you know, hopes that they continue to improve, which in fairness, they might because the, the defense has gotten better over the course of the year. I don't, I don't know. Um, yeah. Yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm encouraged, well, and, and and also it, it it benefits your strength at defense, which is really up top. Yes, you know that's a great point. So it so so it helps Frank, it helps RJ, um, and it and it and it helps your bigs who are not good at defense when when Mitch isn't in there, you know. Yeah, and and the other thing is like I was thinking you're, about they're they're asked they're asked to do less, you know. That's the bigs are which when you have maybe some not. Um, high IQ defenders is also something that um although you know it does it does take commitment to to the principles of this thing and I guess that's where the breakdowns are happening is when you're yeah when you guys who aren't as as smart get lost I don't know um I mean look I I tweeted it out before with six minutes left in the game on Saturday they had given up 80 points with six minutes left tonight they had given up 80 points like that that feels like a a good sign um you got to see more but um, what did you, what do you, let me just ask you a very general question. What are you most excited about in terms of this team right now? Players, like anything. I, I, that there's uh, appear to be adjustments that were made, you know, like. <laughs> I like it. I feel like so, so often in the first 10 games, we watched a team that just refused to change. And now, uh, you know, who knows why it happened. You know, maybe they have a little more confidence uh, after beating the Mavs twice, and um, and who and maybe the press conference did do something. I I would guess that it didn't really, but but maybe it did. Uh, maybe a little fire under everybody's ass a little bit. But it does appear James to, Dolan was right all like, along. <laughs> said, I have, I've always said no I've always said yeah no no well except for me you know I've always. I've always been the one guy on uh, on Dolan Island, but uh, <laughs> how has that working out for you? <laughs> uh, not great. Yeah, not great. Not great. I, I can't really. I, but you know, I live in LA, so it's okay. I don't have to walk the streets in New York these days. Oh god. Um, I but 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 no, but it, they look. They're still getting stuck in some of those old habits, but it's been just like you know a few games. But there's more ball movement. And there's more pace and just general, generally more energy on, on both ends of the court. It just, they, they feel like a different team. They do. Um, there were, there were a lot of possessions the first couple weeks of the year that just, you know, they made you shake your head and actually probably the most encouraging sign tonight. And again, I don't know. I mean, I'm sure a lot of this had to do with the fact that the Cavs defense is not not exactly uh, world beaters, although it was it was sure right. was good enough a week ago on Sunday. Um, exactly, the Knicks. It felt like for, it feels like for pretty much every game this season have had like large stretches of games where they just literally they couldn't do anything on offense, and that didn't happen tonight. For the first time all year, that didn't happen tonight. And I I don't know was that because Randall was making shots. Um, was that because they were committed to getting to the line? The Knicks got to the line thirty five times tonight, which is obviously wonderful. Um, mm-hmm. offensive rebounds was that you know, that, but that's that's something that will be a big part of their their game, you know, all year long. I mm-hmm. maybe it's maybe I mean, look, we said it all the first however many games are in the preseason, nine new guys, and 
um, eight, I think eight players in their first, second, or third year of experience. And they have played how many games now? They've played 14 games. Um, that really isn't a lot, right? No. <laughs> no. I mean, it's – I. <sighs> you have the vast majority of the season left ahead of you. And look, it's the East. I'm, I'm not going to say the P word ever, 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 uh, uh, you know, un- until they hit a threshold. Until we're like in uh, in March, then maybe we can have that conversation if they're if they if they keep this up, but they uh, like the last three games like and and I'll I'll, include, I'll say four out of five games you know discluding that Bulls game no but even don't, they they've don't, been they've, the, they've, the Bulls game they I, were I, up in the fourth quarter right in there was game. like three good quarters yeah. three good quarters yeah. um. They've been enjoyable to watch, you know? Yeah. They have. I think I, I, I was going to say the thing that probably has me most excited right now is I think they figured out the rotation. Um, yes. Oh, yeah. and thank God Damian Dotson is a part of it. My, oh God. my God. I just waxed poetic about him on the Periscope. I like. It's just – doesn't it always feel like good things happen when he's out there? Yes. I don't know what it is. Like he just – he could do some stuff with the ball. Well, like tonight- he did everything. I mean, he can shoot the three. He can drive. He had like some really nice driving kicks. That he's quick. I, I I don't you know. He's quick, and uh, he's a great on the ball defender. He just he brings an energy. He that's that's exactly it. I'm happy you said that. He really does bring an energy. And on a team where they can clearly, <laughs> very 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 clearly, um, get kind of stagnant. And it's weird if you look at the minutes tonight. You know, Randall ended up playing thirty-two. Morris played thirty-four. Portis still played twenty-three. But I think I want. I feel s- like he played some. Some of those minutes were, were like garbage when they time, were right? like up twenty-five. Yeah, yeah. yeah. If he's he, gonna, he, oh, sorry. It seems like that? I was just gonna say it seems like Fizdale has has learned to use him in the right spots. I I, I think so too. I feel like Bobby Portis, like there's some guys who are. 35 minute a night players. There are some guys who were 25 minute a night players. And then there were some guys who were 15 minute a night players. And Bobby Portis feels like a guy who's a 15 minute a night player. And you know what? If you play him for that, you know, six, seven minutes in the first half and he's, you know, five of eight and hits, you know, two or three threes, guess what? Throw him back out there for longer in the second half. And you, you know, sure. you, you roll with it like, like the first bulls game. But if, 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 and Taj, God, I love Taj. Like, oh man, yeah. Well, Taj is getting the Portis minutes now, which is how it should be. Yeah, they spl- so they again tonight was garbage. There was some garbage time minutes for Portis, but I think more or less what you're going to see moving forward is you're going to like Gibson tonight got 16 minutes, right? Like, mm-hmm. but he starts obviously the first, um, the first like the the beginning of the game, he starts the second half. He'll usually close out the second quarter. Maybe he doesn't end the game. Maybe he does. We'll see. But sure, like right. just to have that stability to to get you going. And if you're looking forward, like Taj, fifteen minutes, Portis, fifteen minutes. You know, Mitchell Robinson obviously has played some alongside Portis. Um, have him as long as he's up, you know, between twenty twenty five. Like that's I'm fine with that. Um, and it seems like all the other guys at this point kind of know their role. They know what they're, they know what they're good at. RJ, like God, can we? I didn't talk to you at the time. Were you? Where were you with all the hand wringing over RJ's minutes when all that was going on? 
<laughs> I, I mean, I think if he played 24 Knox, minutes tonight, by the way, that's why I bring it up. Yeah. Well, he also, I mean, he's been getting in a little bit of foul trouble early in games now. So I think, I think that's like made the decision for Fizdo a little easier. Uh, but I think if Knox hadn't hit such a dramatic wall last year that's in January, yeah. I, I, I don't think the fan base would have been as sensitive to it, but I, 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 I do think there is something to it. Okay. No, I, I mean, look, I don't have the right or the wrong answer on, on that. So I, what, what, what killed me was the game where they, I forget if I know who they were gonna, playing Yeah. when they were getting it was the Kings game when they were getting absolutely destroyed in the fourth quarter and he was out there. There's no reason. I think if he there didn't is put no him reason. in that game, it, nothing, not that nothing would have, but like that was like a media firestorm for a solid like 24 to 48 hour period. That was like the lead story. Like Alex for our site wrote something on it. And it was good. It was like a lot of good points. Yeah. Um, it was, it was, it, it, I thought it was bad coaching. I like give Iggy those minutes. If you want like a rookie to get some experience, in like absolutely like lost garbage time, like beyond garbage time. Yeah. Put Iggy up, you know, like give give him those minutes. Um, I agree. Um, you make a good point. I was happy to see Wayne Ellington get some minutes tonight. He only played nine minutes, only took one shot, made it. That's the, it. <laughs> that's the last. That's the last little nagging thing for me. Is obviously you know it's look it's the NBA. You you kind of like it's it, it like there's a reason you go with a ten man rotation. It gives it gives everybody like everybody knows their role. You know you 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 know like who who's the first unit. You know who's the second unit. He's the only guy that I really wish that's like that the guy that's not playing right now that I really wish we could get in there because I do think he would help help a lot. Um, and maybe you know. Well, yeah, maybe after the trade deadline. I mean, or, or forget about the trade deadline. Do you, I wonder how early this team looks to make a move? Yeah, because we're it's, we're four weeks if, away if from they were in the, summer fifteenth. If, if they were in the Western Conference, I think it would be a lot easier to know that. Yeah, but man, there are so many bad teams in the East. There's so many teams getting off to like slow, slow starts. Yeah, yeah. So no. I don't know. I don't know. And you know, and I, I mean. This uh, this seems like the kind of front office that doesn't always look in the mirror, perhaps. Well, it's and might uh, and might and they know how like hungry the fan base is, and they might want to send a message that they're in on this season, which I which I is for the future is probably a mistake. I mean, <laughs> look, um, I think. They, pro- I'm sure they have a price for Morris in in mind, um, and I. But who knows? Maybe. Well, it and it also depends. I mean, you talk about the Western Conference. It depends on how desperate a team in the West is, right? Like, like a Blazers. Yeah, well, um, I mean, listen. Maybe uh, if if Melo doesn't have anything left in the tank, uh, you know. They, they <laughs> if. <laughs> I, I, listen, man. I'm trying to be kind here. I, I, I know, I know, I know. I, I I'm, I, I have to say, I'm happy for Melo. Yeah, um, I'm, I'm, I'm happy he didn't. Well, let's actually hold off on that before we see him play. I was about to say, I'm happy we didn't have to see him go yeah, out like true. that. But let's, let's see him play before we say that. Um, you've been happy about Frank of late. How great is this? Oh boy, you know, it's I, so wonderful. 
I was talking, you know, I was talking to a bunch of people who are uh, not Knicks fans, and I feel like smart people understand, and people who casually see like a clip of Frank like bricking a jump shot still don't get it, and it's like the most infuriating thing to have to explain to people what he provides. <laughs> it, it's well because you kind. I mean, yeah. I I don't think there's any way around it. You have to watch the games, although. Um, hold on. Let me. Uh, it'll. Uh, it's not updated yet to reflect tonight's game, obviously. But going into tonight, according to Cleaning the Glass, which filters out garbage time, um, Frank Nilakina was the best. Um, other than Alfred Payton, who only played 102 minutes so far, going into tonight, Frank was plus. Um, six point nine points per hundred possessions. He was a slight positive on offense. And he was a massive mess. He was easily the team's best positive on defense. Of course. So, you know, it's, it's, um, yeah, it's not an accident. He was plus 22 tonight. I mean, all the starters were plus because they, you know, they came out good in the first and third quarters. Um, I just, are, are, how are we, in terms of getting over the hump of thinking like, okay, Frank's a starting point guard moving forward. He's going to be part of this team's future moving forward. Are we, forget about over the hump. Are we at the top of the hump? Right. Are we are we still climbing up the hump? I don't I don't know. I th- I I think we're at the top of the hump. You think we're at I the think, top? I uh, okay. what's what's I don't want to say was concerning to me, but because I was delighted to see it. But like when when DSJ came out uh, in that second Mavs game and and was so electric, I was like, uh oh. <laughs> no, we all said it. I, I said this it might be the end. And um and and. For better or for worse, I think for better for the team, you know, he's been hot and cold since then. You know, he he definitely has not been sharp. So Three I for six so I tonight, think, uh, we should say. Um I finished with eight points. Um but he, he looked not as sluggish as he did against the Hornets the other night when he looked like almost like the pre Dallas yeah. game version of Dennis Smith Jr. Um but he was not the, certainly not the Dallas version tonight, but anyway. No, and and as long as he like you know, I I I really like having him and Mitch coming in together off the bench Agreed. as the first guys bench. I think that's a really nice spot for both of them. Um, and Knox, don't forget you, Knox to to play alongside and, and the two of them Knox. too. Yeah, right. Yeah. Um, um, yeah. I'm glad, and I'm also like, especially like I like those two on the floor together because like. The lob is back. The Mitch lob is back <laughs> from <laughs> Knox lob. too. Yes. Yeah. No. No. Man, I love it. Um, um, and then you get Dotson in there for for a little bit of defense, like the, with with Dotson on the on the on the uh, at the top, and Mitch at the backside. Um, you feel like you could survive even with Portis and Knox and and Dennis Smith Jr. being the other the other three guys. Yeah. Which is nice. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I mean, look, a win makes everything feel a little bit better. Although I did feel pretty good after Saturday night. Uh, I I was just I was so infuriated that shot went down. Um, God, it just, uh, yeah. Um, but it was know. it was it was the it was the combination of the shot and the two Randall possessions before and after that were just not good. The you know just I, absolutely not. I didn't. I know it's unfair to focus on just that. No, no, it's not unfair because. 
let the Hornets back into the game. I mean, it was the entire team let them back in that. Like, it shouldn't have even been that close. It was there – were, there were a few too many defensive breakdowns, and it was very frustrating. Um, yeah. I, I had a much, much, much bigger problem with the Randall possession – the penultimate one, not the last one. Two point one seconds. It's I, I I I was like, look, the game's over. Um, right. But the previous one was was pretty terrible. The All previous right. one was bad. It was, anyway, yeah, yeah. It was it was brutal. Um. Before we go, yeah, we're gonna go through very quickly. Um, the Knicks play one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. Um, technically 11 straight games against, uh, playoff teams from last year. Although yep. the 11th is against, uh, Golden State. Um, and then after that Golden State game, they're in Sacramento and in Denver. So, I mean, look, these are, these are 13 straight games that they will absolutely unequivocally, um, be underdogs in. And then even after the Denver game, it's their home for Atlanta and then at Miami who's, and then against Milwaukee. So really, there's yeah. yeah. I, I mean, you're talking about there's si- no let up. No, you're talking there's about no six, sixteen straight games where the only let up is um, you're in Golden State, which is like you know, a, it's it's still a road game. Um, it's okay. Given, I'm gonna uh, let me say the opponents real quick. It's at Philly. Yes. Home yep. for home for San Antonio. Home for Brooklyn. At Tor- I'm going to ask you for a, a, a record after this, so be be doing wins and losses in your head. Um, okay. All right, so at Philly, home for San Antonio, home for Brooklyn. At Toronto, home for Philly, uh, home for Boston. At Milwaukee, home for Denver, home for Indiana, and then four-game West Coast uh, swing at Portland, at Golden State, at Sacramento, at Denver. So that's thir- the next 13 games, and then let's bring it right up to Christmas. Why not? Then we're home for Atlanta, at Miami, home for Milwaukee, home for Washington. So if I if I counted correctly, I believe that is 17 games. 16 games? Is it, let me, 17 on. games. 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10. This is thrilling podcasting, by the way. One, two, three, <laughs> yeah, four, yeah, yeah. Four, five, hey, six, you guys seven. like add in numbers? <laughs> it's seventeen games. So there's seventeen games between now and Christmas. They've played fourteen games thus far. So by by Christmas Day, they will have played thirty one games. Um, if my no, fourteen plus yeah, thirty one. What? Ugh. Yeah, I I know. No, I know. I know. I I I I. Honestly, like probably what is, like what's acceptable and what is likely in your mind. I mean, I think acceptable would be like six and 11, I think would be like. So six ooh, and 11, six and 11 gets them to 10 and 21. No, no, listen, yeah. listen. I, I, I said before the season started. I said if this team could ever get to fifteen and twenty-five or sixteen and twenty-six, whatever, at the midway point of the season, and be ten games below five hundred at that point, I think they they should throw a parade. That is what that is what my opinion was um, at the time, and. If they, (laughs) 
So obviously, if they fin- if they get to Christmas and they are ten and um, twenty one, that would mean that they would then need to go five and four to get to fifteen and twenty five. I, which they could do because if we're really if we're really looking ahead after after that after Christmas it's at Brooklyn at Washington Portland at home oh Jesus this really holy fuck at Phoenix at at the Clippers at the Lakers at Utah my God home for New Orleans home for Miami yeah so um I don't I'll probably, know I'll probably be at the Lakers and the Clippers game and both those might be really ugly. unpleasant. <laughs> so yeah. So like listen there's a reason I said 15 to 25 would be a miracle. Um yeah. and that as and that they had to at least get to like 11 or 12 wins. Like 11 or 12 and 30. Which doesn't sound great cuz it's not great. Yeah. But if you're 11 yeah. and t- if you're 12 and, and 30 or you're, I guess, 12 and 29, and then you're just a 500 team the rest of the year, which I think this team will be better over the second half of the year than they are on the first, you know, then you finish up with 30, 30 wins. You're, okay, so what is your record? What's your, what's your, you say you'd be okay with 10 and with 21? 6 and 11? Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You'd be I okay think with it's 6 more and likely, 11? They, I think it's more likely that they're, they're going to end with 7 wins on uh, after this stretch. 7 total win so they total. so they will I, I think they'll grab three three and 14 yeah yeah ye of little faith i mean yeah i'm just being real <laughs> i'm gonna go but who knows I mean, maybe maybe they figured something out and they do seem to uh early in the season i do feel like they have elevated their intensity when the opponent is a better team this is this so is absolutely maybe true. they will rise to the occasion in this stretch. You know, here's the last thing I'll say. They go to Philly on Wednesday night, obviously, and Philly has been. Um, I want to say Philly's been a 500 team since they started off because they were the they were the last undefeated team in the league, if I remember correctly. Yeah, they were like six and zero, or they were, yeah. yeah, they were six and zero, and then over their yeah over their last um, no, sorry, they were five and zero. And then oh, since, five and since they started five and zero, they are uh, three and five. They lost three in a row, beat the Hornets, beat the Cavs, lost to the Magic, lost to the Thunder, and they just blew out the uh, the Cavs um, on the road the other night. So it's not like Philly is um, is invulnerable. But no, and, and they're struggling. And Embiid sits a lot, and Simmons has been banged up, and Tobias Harris has not played very yeah, well. So you no, know, they're 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 not. And, and, you know, they there there are there are holes holes in the in their game right now. Let's let's for argument's sake say that's a competitive game, even if they lose. Yeah. let's say it's a competitive yes. game. Then they have the Knicks have back to back home games. Um, it's Saturday Sunday, San Antonio and Brooklyn. Two teams that they were in those games on the road yes. earlier in the season. I say they swipe one of those. Then they go to Toronto, obviously a tough game. Then back-to-back home again, Philadelphia and Boston. I, I could I say they swipe one of those games too. On the road at Milwaukee, obviously that's never a bargain. And then home for Denver, home for, home for Indiana. Swipe one of those home games too. And now all of a sudden it's like okay if we could you know maybe get the Golden State game if we could get the Sacramento game, um, 
Hawks game, Washington. You know, it's not it's not nuts. It's not crazy. No. It's a little crazy. It's a little crazy. <laughs> A little crazy. All right, we've we've talked for a half an hour, which is uh, thank you for joining me for this. I need I needed to talk it always, out always. Um, no, we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna do this right, uh, like uh, once a month or so, right? I think at the very least, so we, I think we need to. I think we owe it to. I think we owe it to the universe to to do it at least yes. at least once a month. Um, Funnick, you got you got anything anything popping? Are we am I gonna turn on? You know my latest Netflix drama, and see you playing. Uh, I don't know, maybe a toll booth operator or something. Like that. <laughs> I, I don't know, man. I've never played a toll booth operator. That'd be, that'd be. I feel like that would be like really cool. You know, just take tolls from people. As long as it's not the toll booth uh, operator in uh, in The Godfather. Big. Oh, I was gonna. Oh, I thought you were gonna say what was that movie? Big fan. Big fan. Oh yes, the my... guy who like he, he like practices his calls into like a yeah. Francesa type show, and because <laughs> I can I can imagine myself playing one of those people. Wasn't that like an Oliver like the... Platt movie or something? Am I making that up? It was uh, uh what's Platt. his name? Patton Oswalt. Patton that, Oswalt. I got Oliver Platt mixed up with Patton Oswalt. How dare me? Very similar. Very similar names. Yeah. Anyway, uh, I got uh some some TV stuff. No Netflix stuff popping, but uh. Some Steve, some TV stuff. One one thing that I I, I hate when fucking people do this, but uh, something I can't talk about right now. But oh, um, I love it. Uh, but it, it hasn't gone yet, but might be a thing. So uh, I will I will keep you abreast. Um, I'm just happy abreast. that we said the word breast before we logged off on the podcast. That's right. That's really that's soft all that zone, baby. Soft, <laughs> soft zone. I mean, is there any doubt what the name of this podcast is going to be? It's <laughs> I actually might change the name of the Knicks Film School podcast to the Soft Zone. Um, that's Soft how, Zone, I love. That's how much this is affecting me. Uh, David Fudenick, you're the man. Um, everybody out there, if you if you don't follow David, well, if you don't follow David, you're not really missing that much. If you don't follow <laughs> the Goga account, um, oh yes, Goga. How is the Goga? Before I let you go, how is the Goga account doing? It's good. You know, I. Uh... I like talked to like a an Indiana reporter uh like a f- couple months ago. Yes, and I remember that. I, I, I told her that uh the the best thing to come out of this is that I have connected to Indiana Pacers fans, which is, is very therapeutic for me given our ch- <laughs> our our childhood, the the venom I had towards uh I guess mostly just Reggie Miller more more than anything. Oh I hated the Pacers. But um but man I hated the Pacers. Yeah. It was like it was Bulls and Pacers, and then you know a couple years later Heat, but uh, but man, uh, it's it's been it's been therapeutic because you know people from Indiana are really nice. <laughs> Nick's Twitter is much more fiery than Listen, uh, Pacers' man, Twitter is. <laughs> it's a different. It's a different. It's a different beast. Different culture. Different culture. That's a good way to say yes. it. All right. So you know, seriously, everybody. Uh, follow David Futternick on Twitter. Um, and Macri, we didn't, we didn't even talk about it, bro. Yeah, we don't get it. Your press conference. We don't got to talk about that. That's... I was, I, I felt like a proud parent. I was like, I, I was so proud of you, man. That's, that is awesome. That is awesome. Um, well, well deserved. You. Too. I thank Absolutely you. Welcome. I appreciate it. Um, it was definitely, yeah, no, I mean, it was a dream come true. Um, and uh, you know, it doesn't look like it'll be the last time either. It looks like we'll. 
Um, me and me and Alex Wolf did the game tonight. Um, I'm looking forward to seeing his uh, post game story, which I imagine will be posting on uh, SI Knicks pretty soon. So that's something to look out for. Um, but yeah, I'm looking forward to um, you know covering I, this team. I can't believe that. I'm I don't want to say I was surprised, but like I was like, whoa, yeah. he sounds like a reporter. <laughs> I, I, I listen. I do have some acting training as well, lest you forget. <laughs> Oh God! All right, that not that anyone was listening to this anyway, but now we've officially lost. <laughs> yeah, everybody. yeah, yeah. Uh, all right, Dave, you. Uh, Hi, brother. I always say I always am ready to be like have a good night uh, or like sleep well or something, but you're you're gonna <laughs> go out for your here. no, you're gonna go out for your night on the town. It's still it's seven fifteen there where you are. I have to I have to go play, Jonathan. I have to go play basketball. We uh, my uh, my rec league has a playoff game. So God God bless you. Um, all right, you go enjoy, um, and uh, I'll talk to you soon. Everybody out there, thanks for listening to another episode, of course, of the Knicks Film, Film School Podcast. We will be back with you with another one uh, very soon. Enjoy the rest of your week.